All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to my music scene. This is episode three. Best opening line ever. And I am Arnie Cap, and I am joined by Jeff Spencer. Say hello, Jeff. Hello, Jeff. And <laughs> that never gets old. That never right. gets old. And my, and my other brother, Jeff Willis. Jeff, say hi to everybody. Another hello, Jeff. There you go. And uh, how about a shout out to uh, Fran Capitanelli, my youngest brother. Monster guitarist. Great writer, too. Great writer, monster guitarist, and of course, uh, toured with uh, Butch Walker, has done some great, great uh, work himself. That uh, song, which has officially become our theme song, is called uh, Devil It's uh, you can find it on uh, on Spotify. It's it's out there on the uh, I'll look on it internet. Up. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Very cool song. Anyway, we um you know we we um we missed a couple of things last week. We list we missed one thing in particular. We actually shot our podcast last week on the anniversary of Tom Petty's passing, right? Mm-hmm. And somehow we missed that. We missed uh, calling that out. Uh, and then, of course, since then, um, we lost the great Eddie Van Halen, the un- unbelievable, epic, iconic, second to none rock guitarist. Uh, he changed and, and it all. He changed it for everyone. He did. Well, he, you know, he 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 brought he brought metal mainstream, as far as I'm concerned, right? Um, so we lost Eddie, and that's just a heartbreaker. And then, um, and then today is October 9th. And Willis, what's today? It is John Lennon's birthday. It is John Lennon's birthday, and he, he would, would have been, been 80 years old today. 80 years old, and of course, um, his son Sean. They share the same birthday. It's his birthday as well. Oh, no kidding! Well, happy yeah. birthday, Sean Lennon. There you go. So, and 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 the music industry also lost one of the four seasons. The second of four seasons has passed away. Tommy DeVito, who was one of the original founding members of Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons, um, has passed away uh, of complications due to COVID. And uh, he and, as you know, he and my father were very close friends and, and um, will miss Tommy, miss Tommy dearly. So in honor, in honor of some of these things, uh, Jeff, I'm gonna ask you, before we get into our, the, the theme of our podcast, Tom Petty, huge influence on your life, musically, lyrically. Um, tell us about that. What What about Tom Petty just had you uh, so roped in? Man, I, there's so many things. Uh, first of all, I think when I think of just American treasures, when we think about musicians, um, Tom Petty is at the top of the list for me. Uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, because they were truly a band. I remember sitting in my bedroom, putting on uh, one of their albums and, you know, with the needle, putting the needle on the track and learning to play, backing it up, learning the solo. So, you know, I've always said that those guys, along with uh, Mr. Van Halen and some other greats like Thin Lizzy, uh, Led Zeppelin, Kiss, uh, they taught me to play guitar. Every 
Heartbreaker show was a great. They are truly one of the best live bands ever. And uh, then, of course, there was the great finale uh, concert. Oh yeah, and and, and I gotta, I, I, I'm gonna lean into this. I'm gonna lean into this, Jeff, for you. But I, he, he, for those of you who want to know what true, what being a true fan, a true tribesman of a band is, is when you get vomited on in the very beginning of the concert, all over your back, and you stay. <laughs> that happened to me at I was at the the final Tom Petty show ever September 25th 2017 and I feel this warm liquid pouring down my back and I said hey. honey I said to my wife honey somebody just spilled some coffee on me and she looked back and she came forward with a horrified look on her face she said that is not coffee and we turned around and there was a guy that was passed out in his seat right behind us and he was just vomiting everywhere and and diane we had bought uh she had bought a t-shirt she said let's go to the bathroom and uh and we can change and i said honey no i'm not leaving my seat until this uh concert is over that's I, amazing i mean I've that played, is amazing. i played in a rock band all my life i've had worse things than so, now I got it. I got to know out of the out of the cabinet of corny. Did you turn around and look at the guy and say, "Dude, don't do me like that"? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I wish. But uh, that night in Hollywood was a very special night. We saw Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers in front of their hometown crowd, and uh, and then one week later he died. Let's not bring the tone of this thing too far down. We all. We all love Tom Petty. That was my favorite line. If it, like when you when you say Tom Petty, the very first thing that pops into my mind is "Don't do me like that." And uh, it was just you know it's just that that grab you. So Van Halen. So Eddie Eddie passed away. So let's uh, let's just go around the horn right now and say your you know your favorite Van Halen lyric. Let's start with you, Jeff. What do you got? Which Jeff? Jeff, I'm sorry, Jeff Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm Willis, well, man. I remember, you know, I was playing in a band uh, at, at 14 years old, and I was digging people like Ted Nugent and Richie Blackmore, and I walked into a record store one day, and the record store owner was a friend of mine, and he said, listen, you got to listen to this band that just got released, and, uh, and he put this album on for me, and uh, I started listening, and it was so foreign uh, as far as guitar-wise. It was so foreign uh, to anything that I've ever heard in my life. So I'm just going to go with the very first lyric I ever heard of Van Halen that came out of those speakers. It's running with the devil. Mm -hmm. I live life like there's no tomorrow. All I've got, I had to steal. At least I don't need to beg or borrow. Yes, I'm living at a pace that kills. Yeah. I found That's... simple life, one so simple, till I jumped out on the road. I got no love, no love you call real. Ain't got nobody waiting at home. They're road dogs. They're rock and roll kings. I love Van Halen. Hey, so uh, quick vote. Quick vote. Which Van Halen do you David have? Lee. Yeah, David Lee Roth, right? What about you, Willis? Because of my age and the time I grew up with him, I'm a Van Hagar guy. I, oh. I respect, I respect yeah. David Lee. But Sammy, you know, bringing that extra guitar 
Yeah, show, the sandwich I mean, was great. I can't get past the showmanship of David Lee Roth. It was just, for me, it was just amazing to watch, right? All of, all of his antics. What about you, Willis? What's your favorite uh, Van Halen lyric? My favorite Van Halen lyric is, ain't nothing like it, her shiny machine. Got the feel for the wheel, keep the moving. Hot shoe burning down the avenue. Got an on-ramp coming through my bedroom. <laughs> That's about as sexy as it gets. It, it doesn't I mean, get it's any sexy. better than that. Like, <laughs> if you don't know Van Halen, well, first of all, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't say that out loud, right? <laughs> but to just to hear that lyric, you go, oh my God, this is like that is that lyric. I'm gonna say it. That lyric is wet. <laughs> it is. Right. I mean, it just Ooh. drips. It just drips of 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 sexiness, right? The whole song. Right. Here's mine. You ready? You know I'm you know I'm a popster from way back, right? I you know I'm going mainstream. I'm going mainstream. But it was 1979. I was a senior in high school. We used to go to this ice skating rink. I lived in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and we used to go to this ice skating rink. And here it was. Have you seen her? So fine and pretty fooled me with her style and ease and i feel her from across the room yes it's love in the third degree right and there i am i'm listening to this i'm on an ice skating rink and it was literally like as he was singing that was happening like right in front of me i remember the girl her name was susan and i remember and it was like it was like all of a sudden it came on. I'm staring at this girl. I'm like, I gotta skate over there. I gotta figure out how I'm gonna how I'm gonna meet her. And it, and it goes, Have you seen her? Fooled me with her style, and he's so fine and pretty. Fooled me with her style, and I feel her from across the room. Man, that just got me. That mm -hmm. just got me. Uh, John Lennon. Yeah. 80th, 80th birthday. I'm gonna I'm gonna kick this one off for me. There there was just nothing there. Yeah, there he is. Uh, there was just nothing more powerful than Imagine. Um, that was uh, that was a song I just love. And that that opening line, Imagine There's No Heaven. It's easy if you try. Yeah. No hell below us. Above us only sky. And uh, I remember I remember hearing that um, when I first heard that. I remember thinking to myself, yeah, what if? Like, what if? And uh, I think that lyric just grabbed me. It just grabbed me. Oh, yeah. What about you, Willis? Well, on, on Imagine, going back to Imagine, um, a few years ago, they actually gave Yoko Ono some song uh, writing credit to that because a lot of that was based off of some of her early writings. I didn't know if you knew really? that. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. That's so awesome. She, they, they did finally give her credit. Um, as far as me, I've got a little bit more than just a lyric. Um, I love the Beatles. I love them. I'm so passionate. I love them. But I love Lennon's solo work. I mean, he was just amazing. I mean, yeah. his, just just musically uh, from, from a poetic standpoint. But he wrote a song on his first album when he broke up and finally broke away from the Beatles. And, and basically he's singing goodbye. Goodbye. Yep. He says, I don't he says, I don't believe in Beatles. I just believe in me, Yoko and me. And that's reality. The dream is over. What can I say? The dream is over yesterday. 
I was the dream weaver, but now I'm reborn. I was the walrus, but now I'm John. And so, dear friends, you just have to carry on. The dream is over. And I love the reference that he made to the song I Am a Walrus. Where he yeah. says, I was the walrus. And, 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 and yesterday, I mean, he threw yesterday yeah. in there. Like, you can make that connection. There's yeah. a lot of interesting uh, connections and, and uh, implications uh, to Beatles songs uh, in there. He walked away and never looked back. Yeah, for sure. What about you, uh, Jeff Spencer? Well, um, speaking of the walrus, um, I really enjoyed uh, John Lennon's uh, more psychedelic lyrics. And so I, I, I had a hard time choosing between Lucy in the Sky, Strawberry Fields. Uh, yeah. So I've got two really quick. I've got uh, I Am the Walrus. And, uh, you know, this came right after a time that they were going to India. And, and I think that that kind of made its way into his lyrics, into the walrus. Uh, I am he as you are he as you are me and we are all together. Yeah. See how they run like pigs from a gun. See how they fly. I'm crying. Yeah, I just that song uh, going through that the imagery in that song all the way through is just it's psychedelic, fun and and uh, so Lennon esque and, and brilliant. I love it. And you could hear that he was on a spiritual journey at that point. Like oh, he was yeah. like, man, there's something bigger going on here than me, and I got to find it. Yeah, for I sure. Agree. And there's another really, song when he makes a reference to the walrus in Glass Onion. He actually says the walrus is Paul. Oh yeah, yeah, that's great. And yeah. the other real quick mention I, I want to do is a song that every time it comes home, I just have to stop and listen because it's so beautiful and it makes me feel so nostalgic for the past. Um, there are places I'll remember all my life mm. have changed. Some forever, not for better. Some have gone and some remain. All these places had their moments with lovers and friends I still can recall. Some are dead. Some are living. In my life, I love them all. So that song, In My Life, is so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, good one. All right, let's uh, let's get into the round robin here. We're each going to take a turn. Uh, we're going to say our, our favorite opening line, our favorite opening line. We're going to do it with minimal amount of musical inflection as to try not to give it away, right? Try not to give it away. And let's see... If the other two can guess who the artist in the song is just by the opening line. If this podcast is really about the fact that if the lyric is really strong, it stands up on its own. We should be able to recognize these songs just based on the lyric. Am I right, Jeff Spencer? I see you laughing over there. I'm loving it. I, I brought so many that I could choose from today. So I'm, I'm ready. I came loaded for bear. All right. I, I don't think I read the instructions right because I think I brought things that are great opening lyrics that you're never going to figure them out. So, Willis, we're going to let you go first. All right. This this is going to be the only gimme. All right. You ready? Yeah. I woke up. I woke up in mid-afternoon because that's when it all hurts the most. Yeah. Uh, Spencer, you got it? Oh, yeah. Who is that's, it? That's Counting Crows. Counting Crows. What's the name of the song? Mrs. Potter. Yeah. It's actually Mrs. Potter's Lullaby. That's it. That's it. Mrs. Mrs. Potter's Lullaby. So say it again, Jeff. I woke up in mid-afternoon because that's when it all hurts the most. Mm, So that song speaks to you. 
Yes. Yeah, you've had quite a few days like that in your life. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> All right. All right, you ready for mine? Yes, yes, sir. All right, here we go. This one, first time I heard this lyric, it just knocked me on my ass. It, this song, <laughs> this line goes off in my head every time something squirrely happens at work. You ready? Mm-hmm. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside. Come inside. There behind a glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along. Move along. And here's the one that got me. Come inside. The show's about to start. Guaranteed to blow your head apart. Of course, real easy, right? Who is it? Jeff Willis, do you know who it is? Is it Alice Cooper? No, no, it is not Alice Cooper. That was a good guess, though, I think. Jeff Spencer? Uh, It is Emerson Lake and Palmer. Yes, Emerson Lake and Palmer. I was a kid when that came out. Uh, The song was called Carn Evil, number nine. All right, Jeff Spencer, your turn. I remember when I was uh, five years old, this song came out and it came on the radio and I kept continually bothering my mother to call the radio station here in Tupelo and request this song just so I could hear it. And every day it was on. I just loved it so much. And it's immediately recognizable. One of the biggest hits uh, of the 70s. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Three dollars. I never understood a single word he said, but I helped him drink his wine, and he always had some mighty fine wine. So you and I are are, are close in age. I, I think I'm a little bit older than you, but I remember when that song came out, and I remember saying to myself, I don't know why I like this song so much, but that is the funniest freaking first line I've ever heard. Jeremiah was a bullfrog? Yeah. Was a good friend of mine? It hooks you right at the beginning. You got to hear yes. No doubt about it. Some great childhood memories with that one. Mm-hmm. All right. We're swinging it back around to, to Willis. All right. Here's one. Through the fish-eyed lens of tear-stained eyes, I can barely define this moment in time. Jeff, you go to some really dark places, baby. <laughs> Through the, say it again. Through the, fish Through the fish-eyed lens of tear-stained eyes, I can barely define this place and moment in time. I'm, I'm lost. I don't know either. It's uh, Pink Floyd, The Final Cut. Pink no Floyd, The Final Cut. You know what's so cool uh, about, about this podcast, guys? You know what, Jeff? Like, you just said that line. Somebody's going to hear that line. It's going to move them. And they're going to listen to that song and they're going to experience a song that they may never have experienced before just because of the way you presented it and how and what it meant to you. All right. I'm going next. So this song, um, I was never really a big fan of this band, but there was there was a time in my life where I was just really down on myself. I was really down on myself. And um, and this song came on the radio. I'm sure I was listening to the radio and that opening line just locked my head off. You ready? It's getting to the point where I'm no fun anymore. 
<laughs> I am sorry. Sometimes it hurts so badly, I must cry out loud. I am lonely. Willis, do you know what song that is? I don't, but I hate that I've missed out on that song because I love those lyrics. It's unbelievable, wow. right? So the song is called Sweet Judy Blue Eyes by Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. And by the way, for those of you who are listening, it's not Sweet Judy Blue Eyes, S-W-E-E-T. It's Sweet, S-U-I-T-E. But that song just crushed me. It's got some great musical uh, production to it, but that's that's the line. That's the line. Yeah. All right, Jeff Spencer, your turn. Uh, here's another one that hooks me from the very start. I've got to listen to the whole song and sing along. I got a wife and kids in Baltimore, Jack. I went out for a ride and I never went back. Bruce! Writers that don't know where it's flowing, I took a wrong turn and just kept going. Yes. Everybody. Got a wife and kid in Baltimore, Jack. Yeah, that's so that's Bruce. Um, that's uh, Hungry Heart. Yeah, off the river. Yeah, off the I river. I love that. I mean, he just sings it with conviction. Uh, a really crazy thing about this song Joey Ramone from the Ramones asked Bruce to write them a song, and this is the song he wrote for them. And, and Bruce's producer, John Landau, would not let him give it to the Ramones. Because, no kidding. Yeah, he already gave away some big hits. Uh, and so he made him record it, and of course it became a big hit. Very cool. I like that story. All right, Willis, your turn. Willis, all right. you're not tearing up on us, Willis, with all these. I don't know. Y'all, y'all are kidding me here. <laughs> beautiful lyrics. Beautiful lyrics. Uh, I hate that I'm not recognizing all of them because once again, when when either one of you guys and I call it giving me a song, and it's something that I can relate to or something that you know that I can relate to. I mean, it means a lot to me, you know, yeah. and I like those as gifts is what yeah. I look at. And it's just, it's just amazing. Um, I've got, I've got one here. It's a little bit more positive. Um, may God bless and keep you always. May your wishes all come true. Rod Stewart. It's Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Oh, Forever Rod, Young. Rod Stewart covered. Forever That's yeah, Rod Stewart Young. But you can't you can't give Rod Stewart credit for any Bob Dylan song. <laughs> you know, just listening to your no, country Dylan twang, just listening to your country twang, I naturally assumed it was Willie Nelson. I mean, that's just <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't get away from it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me the line again, Willis. May God bless and keep you always. May your wishes all come true. Mm, yeah it's just a it's just it's just a pure pure opening line yep all right here's mine this one goes back again uh this is uh, you know for whatever reason i associate a lot of these songs with uh, some girl that was in my <laughs> in my life at the time but i was dating this girl and she was an absolute fanatic of this band could not could not get enough of this band. She turned me on to them. And when I when I first heard this lyric, I, I remember thinking to myself, who would who would write that? Who would write that? All right, you ready? Here we go. Mama just killed a man. Oh, yeah. I put a gun against his head. I pulled my trigger, and now he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? And why are you gonna what? tell your 
Is this a song or a confession? Like, what is going on here? Oh, my gosh. And then, of course, to watch the movie, the way he portrayed that song just kind of coming out of him, like he was birthing it at the piano. And and he, you know, he was like, when he finished the lyric, he was like, right? Especially that part where he goes, Mama, life had just begun, and now I've gone and thrown it all away. No. Right? All right. Who's next? I think Spencer is up. That's me. Um, I, there's a story behind this song, too. I'll tell you after it. But um, you think you're going to take her away with your money and your cocaine. You mm-hmm. keep thinking that her mind is going to change, but I know everything is okay. She's going to listen to her heart. It's going to tell her what to do. She might need a lot of loving, but she don't need you. Who is it, Jeff? You know, Willis? I don't. That was Listen to Her Heart by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Uh, They regularly open with that song a lot of times. And and what that song was about, you think you're going to take her away with your money and your cocaine. You know, she might need a lot of loving, but she don't need you. They were in the studio recording their second album. And I... Turner was in the studio with him and he was hitting all on Tom Petty's wife trying to steal her away. And uh, Tom Petty said, yeah, this song is about Ike Turner uh, trying to hit on his wife. And and Tom Petty, you know, if you know anything about him, he is nothing if not a confident man. And uh, he just it's a song about telling Ike Turner, go ahead and try. She ain't going with you. All right. Whose turn is it? It's my turn. I've got one more here, guys. I dug deep on this one. The clotheslines of cold eyes washing away the face before. The clothesline of cold eyes. Cold eyes washing away the face before. I I, I don't know who it is, but I I, I'm gonna I'm gonna download that song as soon as I uh, as soon as I Uh, find out. Spencer, I gave you a hint um, earlier in the week. It's actually, it's um, Soup by a band called Blind Melon. Um, mm. Shannon Toon uh, died very young, but he was a very, very, very talented songwriter. But he was also a very tortured soul. But, you know, the, the clothesline, you know, I hear that and it's, you know, each and every mistake that you've made is hanging on that clothesline. Mm. And the cold eyes. And every time that those mistakes are made, it just washes away the previous face or what you had before. Um, and that's what I get out of that just one single line. And every time I just it's just a beautiful song. Mm, the song crazy. is actually I'll go ahead and tell you who it's actually about. Shannon wrote it for Kurt Cobain after he shot himself. Oh, wow. And then not long after that, I believe Shannon overdosed and died. He overdosed in New Orleans on a tour bus. He had been clean for a few months, and uh, he got out that night and and, and ran into some mess. Mm. Sad. All right, I'm going. Uh, I've got two here that I'm I'm struggling picking from. Um, so I, you know, I decided to go with a distinct memory. So um, when I was a kid. My dad was producing a band called Filet of Soul. Filet of Soul. S-O-U-L. Right? 
And um, it was a, a, a it was a, an all black urban band. They did a lot of, you know, it would have been. Um, so this was back in the in the early 70s, but it would have been <clears throat> like um, uh, an earth, wind and fire kind of feel. Right. And um, oh, yeah. they they had this one single that broke in New York called Swinging on a Love Vine that my dad wrote. And um, anyway, um, a song came out by Three Dog Night. So there I am with my father one night and uh, we're at a, we're at the rehearsal. We're at the rehearsal and the, the, the room that we're in is filled with smoke. They had psychedelic strobe lights going on. They're rehearsing. They had these strobe lights going on and sight and, and black lights going on. And the room was filled with smoke and I'm a kid, I'm 10 years old. And uh, I'm like, this is, this is crazy. I remember thinking to myself, this is the craziest thing I have ever seen. Of course, I was only 10, right? <laughs> and here's the, here's the song. Want some whiskey with your water? Sugar with your tea? What's all these crazy questions they're asking me? This is the craziest party that could ever be. Don't turn on the lights because I don't want to see. <laughs> Mama you know who that is? Not to come. Mama told me not, not to come. I love that song, man. Yes. <laughs> and whenever I hear those words, my mind goes right to that day, that night with Filet of Soul in that room. And I just remember thinking to myself, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Right? Who wouldn't want to be in the music business at 10 years, you know, 10, 11 <laughs> years old after that? that All right. Spencer, you got anything else? Yeah, uh, I got one that also goes back with a, a, a memory of mine. I can remember riding in my mother's car, and so many of my stories about music from my young years start with, well, my mother one time, you know, she, she, <laughs> yes. she made sure I had music all the time. We were driving in her car, and she had just bought this eight-track tape, and it was written by two very famous people who were not in the same band, and both of them had it on their albums. One of them made a big hit out of it. And here's the line. I was running down the road trying to loosen my load. I've got seven women on my mind. Four that want to own me, two that want to stone me. One says she's a good friend of mine. Mm. Of course, the Eagles take it easy. Yeah. Yeah. Written by Glenn Fry and Jackson Brown. And I think that the Eagles had a better version of that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, Willis, you got? Are you out? I'm out. All right, I've got. Let, let me tell you something. I'm gonna. I, I've got an honorable mention here, and then I'm gonna end this on on who I believe to be one of the great great songwriting duos of all time. Okay, mm. but right. I got an I got an honorable mention here. This goes to John Hahn. John Hahn is a is a is a great friend of mine. Uh, he's a spiritual advisor for me. He's a physical uh, advisor for me. He, he's he's my uh, fitness and 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 health and well-being uh, guru, and he's just a great guy. And I was telling him about this podcast, and he goes, "Can I can I jump in? Can I jump in?" And I said, "Yeah, what do you got?" And he goes, "Here's the line: Morning comes like an enemy soldier. I feel the weight across my shoulder. I feel the shadows." getting colder but that ain't you any any uh any stabs at that 
Morning comes like an enemy soldier. I feel the weight across my shoulder. I feel the shadows getting colder, but that ain't you. That is that is by Switchfoot. The day I found God, but John Hahn, that is for you. Okay, so here is the song that I'm going to end in, end on. One of the great, great songwriting duos of all time. I'm just going to put it out there. This is Elton John and Bernie Taupin. And you want to just be blown away by lyrical majesty, right? Just go to, to any, any early years. Um, uh, Elton John, uh, Bernie Taupin songs. Madman um, across the water. Yeah, there's Tiny Dancer and there's, uh, yeah. you know, um, Norma Jean and, and um, you know, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. And, Captain and Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboys. Captain yeah. Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy. So this is from the album called Caribou. Uh, 1974. The song is called Don't Let the Sun Go oh. Down on Me. Okay. And the opening words to that song is, I can't light no more of your darkness. All my pictures seem to fade to black and white. I'm growing tired and time stands still before me. I'm frozen here on the ladder of my life. And I go, holy smokes. Yes. Holy smokes. Willis, have you ever heard that song? I have heard that song. Have you ever like sat and, and gotten into that lyric? You know what? I have not. Um, it was probably one of my least favorite songs as far as the way it was produced and, and made. It I was dark. Kind of, it was a dark song. I kind of stayed away from it, but I can assure you this. I'll be into it on my drive tonight. Oh, yeah. Yep. And listen to the Elton John version. Don't listen to that George Michael no, crap. We don't give George Michael credit for that. <laughs> Speaking of great songwriting duos, George yes. Michael and Drew Ridgely. Um, all right. Very good, blue jeans on, Arnie. Do not put the blue jeans on. Do not put the blue jeans on. No way. No way. <laughs> Guys, I love you. I appreciate you uh, uh, joining me here every week on my music scene. And uh, you guys add so much depth and color and insight uh, to this podcast. I feel like a mere third wheel uh, on this on the tricycle of this thing. But I am the lead wheel of the tricycle. So, uh, <laughs> the driving wheel. <laughs> Yes. And uh, so I love you guys. And uh, so next week, what are we doing next week? I'm thinking um, one hit wonders. Oh, I love it. I love it. One of my favorite subjects. All right. Willis, you All good right. with that? I'm good with that. You got to remember, it's not your favorite song. It's your favorite lyric from a one hit wonder. Mm. Favorite lyric tough. from a one That is going to be tough. A little yeah. homework there. Willis is going to be Come On Eileen. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see how, how good she looks? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, well, that's it uh, from me, Arnie Cap. Uh, this is my music scene, and uh, we'll see you here once a week. Thanks for subscribing, and don't forget to share. Check it out, my girl.